Good morning, Stacey. Hello, Rich. How are you? I'm okay. Hopefully you can hear me all right. I'm in my car this morning. Oh, I can hear you so far. Good. Glad to hear that. So you're you're podcasting on the go. <laughs> well, I have pulled off uh, <laughs> right now so that I can get this taken care of. Good. I'll be able to read while we talk. Yeah, that's usually not good while you're driving. <clears throat> it's frowned upon in polite society. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyhow, how are you this I'm okay. It's a little. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. It's a little. It's not as humid today, which I'm a fan of. It's a a great Friday morning. It uh, just came from the farm. Uh, I'm actually pulled off in one of the pastures, one of the fields, so that I could talk to you. But I just came from the farm. A new baby calf out there. Uh, new, New life. Cute little. How quickly do you how quickly do you name those? Um, well, it depends on who's doing it, you know, if they, when and how quickly they come. Oh. If they come one at a time, then my mom will usually come up with names for them. <laughs> uh, I'm tagging them, so usually they get a number for a name as they go. Nice. Some of them get get uh, names to go along with. Them. Nice. Well, I'll stop talking about my lack of knowledge for cows because we only got 10 minutes here <laughs> so how are you gonna how are you gonna turn uh calves into what we're talking about this week <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know i don't know if i have a, a transition put you on the spot there my bad. well it is a celebration of new life which is exactly what what uh, paul is trying to do yeah i know you could do it Anyway, yeah, as we're uh, going into Acts chapter 16, we're kind of splitting up. We talked a little bit about this last week uh, because we were intending to do this as one passage from the end of 15 to the beginning of 16. And I think it is absolutely uh, right for us to view these things together, uh, both of them as they're dealing with the, um, the, the, the what I would call the pastoral visit uh, that... Paul and Barnabas set out to do, and so uh, last week as we saw the disagreement between Paul and Barnabas over what to do with Mark, they had that that shared purpose in a pastoral visit to the churches that they had established uh, throughout the area, and uh, and yet they had incompatible visions for how to approach that, uh, particularly as regarding uh, John Mark. So they split into two teams, and they go and do their thing. Barnabas and Mark go to Cyprus to visit the churches there. Paul picks up Silas and he goes to the mainland to, or goes through the mainland rather than sailing at that point. Goes through Syria and Cilicia. Anyway, goes back over to the to the areas um, where they had established these churches. And in the first four verses, uh, first five verses of Acts 16, we see them uh, going through Derby, and then he gets to Lystra, where he picks up a disciple named Timothy. And Timothy, being a young man, uh, is not. Uh, it, it kind of flies in the face of the theory that that some have ha- have put forth that uh, Paul was looking for someone more mature than dealing with uh, young Mark, uh, because now even though he has Silas with him, he picks up Timothy, this young fellow that he's just meeting. Now, he he may have 
uh, met them before, but uh, as they get here, that's where Timothy lives. So he, he wants to take Timothy with him on the continued journey, but his mother is a Jewish believer. His father was a Greek, apparently not a believer, because they specify that she's a believer, or Luke specifies that she's a believer, and doesn't mention faith in regard to Timothy's father. So you've got this mixed marriage that you're dealing with, unequally yoked, as Paul would refer to it, with a, a mother who's teaching her son about Jesus and, and salvation in Christ alone, coming from a Jewish background where she would understand the traditions and so on, but because the son's identified with the father, he's identified with the Hellenistic Gentile lifestyle, not circumcised, not following the Jewish laws. Um, and after everything that we saw in Acts 15, where the Judaizers came down, the, they're not called that yet, but these folks coming down from Judea to uh, convince the Gentile believers that they have to follow the Jewish traditions or they can't be saved. Um, Paul and, and Barnabas uh, fight against that. They go back to Jerusalem, obtain a letter from the Jerusalem Council to take to the churches, which actually is something that Paul is delivering on these visits. And... <laughs> And yet, here in these first few verses, we read uh, in uh, verse 3 that Paul wanted to... Still there? I am. You cut out for a minute, though. Yeah, I got a phone call in the middle of it, so The last thing I heard you say was about the first three verses. <laughs> Good. You didn't hear my exclamation about the phone call. Uh, <laughs> so... Anyway, in, in, in verse 3, Paul wants to take Timothy along on the journey, so he has him circumcised because of the Jews who lived in that area, which seems so contrary to what we just saw in 15. It, it points out that they all knew, Timothy apparently is well known, uh, they all knew that his father was a Greek. So mm -hmm. he, he has them circumcised in direct contrast to what he was fighting against in chapter 15. So that's something we have to reconcile this week as, as we get through that. Um, then they travel from town to town, delivering the decisions reached at the Jerusalem Council, which includes not requiring circumcision. So uh, this idea that we see here with, uh, with Paul on this journey is... And we, we don't see a picture of Paul as this uh, harsh, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to stand by our convictions no matter what kind of guy. Instead, he is having Timothy be circumcised while telling other people not to require Gentiles. So, why? <laughs> kind of a strange thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and as we look at this, we're going to be looking at uh, still handling mm -hmm. conflict. So uh, there are a few different things that, that will be coming up. And as we look at it, Paul in his letter to the Galatians is, I mean, he's going hard on them. Do not be circumcised. You're, you're falling into this legalism, this ritualism. So he rails. But is he being kind of hypocritical? In, if he. No, what he's doing is, is addressing things in different okay. situations. So the context in 15 
is these folks are coming in and they're preaching that that you have to do this or you can't be saved. Paul's not saying that. What he is doing is he's looking to avoid conflicts okay. with them so that he can live uh, not just to go along to get along, but so that it doesn't disrupt gotcha. the mission. If he has to constantly fight against this pointless controversy in other places, he's like, neither circumcision or uncircumcision means anything. Right. That's, this isn't the point. What, what matters is a circumcised heart. What matters is, you know, where are you right. with Jesus Christ? So, you know, rather than, than stressing over these things, he makes the, the command decision here that we're going to, uh, we're going to go ahead and, and do this so that when these folks see Timothy, obviously they're not seeing the circumcision, but when they confront this and say, oh, no, Timothy's been mm-hmm. circumcised, then we can avoid that whole controversy and focus on more important matters. And then in the process of that, phone call again. You're so, very popular. Uh, with, uh, yeah. Uh, without having to have this big conflict, we uh, can can deliver the message that circumcising uh, Gentiles is not the point. That's not what we're about. So, and that's something that that uh, obviously carries over today. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as as far as handling, con- were you saying that sarcastically? Because no, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I was being serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After I said correct. Yeah, no, no, I was being serious. It's hard to tell sometimes whether I'm being serious or sarcastic. Um, yeah. But as far as going back to. Because now that you said we're, we're uh, going into kind of handling and co- handling conflict again, I, I just remembered that I think last week was titled handling, handling Conflict Part 1, correct? I think so. I think I saw it somewhere. Well, it was but... originally just handled, titled Handling Conflict, and it became Part yeah. 1. So, but this is kind of a different side of that when, when you know, it's uh it's paul i guess i didn't realize you know it was was a little confusing for me at first but he's essentially getting the the junk out of the way so it doesn't become a distraction to what he's really trying to do that's exactly right and and that's one of the things that he calls christians to throughout his letters in the new testament is you know why do we want to get caught up in pointless arguments We, we don't need to get distracted by quarreling and all these different you know fine points focus on what matters so that people can hear the gospel and they can and how easy how easy is it for us getting hung up on all of these right i I was just going to say you know how we talked about a, a little bit about this i think on tuesday during the podcast how easy it is for us to get caught up you know especially in on social media and whatever on all these pointless things and you'll see you know, even arguments uh, back and forth from people on Facebook or whatever. And you realize that you're not going to make your chances are you're not going to make a difference by arguing with somebody in the comment section on a Facebook post. Um, So that kind of going back and forth and just kind of it's very easy to get caught up in that for just for lack of a better word, junk. And it's very easy to get distracted from your mission or, or how the kind of person that you're supposed to be. So I think that's, that's really right. relevant even today. 
Yeah, it is. And we see that so much where. In in our world today, not just with these minutia of doctrine, Paul never shies away from the importance of doctrine. In fact, he emphasizes it over and over that sound doctrine is crucial. And he fights for sound doctrine and calls us to fight for sound doctrine, to defend the faith once entrusted for all time. So as we're as we're working through this, we need to recognize that it's not just, hey man, do whatever, but choose your battles. Don't get into a situation that is. All right. Well, we are over time, and uh, we will talk more about that because you just keep you you just keep getting uh, phone calls, so I won't. I don't want to take away any more your time. Okay, well, then I'll let you go, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about this on Tuesday, uh, and feel free to uh, check out the live stream on our Facebook this Sunday and on YouTube uh, at about 10.04, so we will catch you guys later. Thanks, Rich.